Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hello and welcome back to Fan Park Live. I'm Terry Flewers from the Football Terrace. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tottenham have just beaten West Ham United 1-0 at the Olympic Stadium, or the London Stadium as I think they now call it. A tight game. West Ham for me, the second half, they dominated proceedings. They were the better footballing side. But they huffed and they puffed, but they could not blow the door down. Spurs walk away with another three points, courtesy courtesy of a goal today from Eric Lamella. They now move up to third in the league. We're sponsored today by Football Flash. The information for that is found in the description below. The best place to source all, all of your football news needs. So make sure you get that downloaded. We'll give you a bit of a demonstration later on the show as well. We also want to hear from you on 0203 0315 Spurs fans, West Ham fans, we want to hear from you. And of course, neutrals as well, if you watch that game. Still joined in the studio by my main man, Mr. Adam Charles. What's happening, brother? I'm not too bad, thank you. You good? I'm good. Good, good, good. That game for you, you know, Spurs pick up another three points. We were just talking a moment ago about where that leaves them in the league now. Nine games in, 21 points, third in the table. Yeah. Was it a comfortable performance from Spurs or do you feel West Ham maybe a little unlucky? Uh, it's definitely not a comfortable performance from Spurs. Uh, and I think Spurs of yesteryear might have even bottled it. Uh, so I'm surprised that they managed to have the mental resolve to, to see out the, the game and get a result. But it's boring. It was, it was, there was a lack of quality from both sides. And I think if it weren't for a, a lapse of concentration from West Ham, would Tottenham have even scored today? Probably not. I don't think they looked particularly threatening. I don't think they looked dangerous. And I think we need to really address this issue or this concept that Tottenham play attacking, enter well, not maybe not attacking, but entertaining football. Because I've watched a lot of games from Tottenham this season and I've not been entertained in any of them besides the one that they played against Man United. And even then... That was Man United. Yeah, exactly. And I was only entertained because of the fact that Man United were losing. So we want to hear from you Spurs fans out there. Are you, uh, you know, flat-track bullies in many ways? Are you are you flattered to deceive? Is there really... Is Pochettino really created this entertaining, flamboyant style of football that many Spurs fans and neutrals proclaim there to be? Or are we being sold a little bit of a lie? Because there are certain other managers, certain other teams in the Premier League that get ridiculed when they have performances like this. Spurs fans, we want to hear from you. Um, give us a call on 0203 606 0315. I think we have, a, we have a call ready and coming through now. We'll jump straight into them. And Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's Jack McMahon. How's it going? Yeah, hello, Jack. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Decent perform I mean, performance, but... Ground it out. I'm happy. I'm happy. West Ham's cup final. You know how it is. 
I get mm-hmm. that. So, as a Spurs fan, are you been? You're third in the league, which is great. Twenty-one points from nine games is a decent return. Have you been? Are you comfortable with the level of performance you're getting out of the Pochettino's getting out of the boys at the minute, or do you feel like there's still there's some holes and still some problems at the club? Oh, there's definitely problems. Like we had no midfield today. We've had no midfield for the past few games, and that was. That was most evident against Liverpool and against Barca. We just couldn't grasp the ball. Mm. And Dembele and Eriksen coming back is vital. If without them, we are a shadow of the team we've been. And also, um, we're looking at signing two midfielders in January. I think we've had a look at um, Tango and Dembele from Lyon. And Wilmar Barrios has apparently already signed a fee with us, um, according to reports. So hopefully that can strengthen our midfield and we can actually build on from these very mediocre performances. But we're going to get out. That's the main thing. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, that's where you do need praise because mm. you are getting those results and I think that we, we spoke just before the season began and Have Hope was here and said that maybe that's what Daniel Levy was looking for. To be in the to be in the top four, to be in, in, in any, somewhere near the title race come January and then spend sure. if you need to and and right now, you know, Spurs, I, I thought they'd make top four. They, they look good for it, as you say, in terms of turning out those results. But we're just not seeing that supposed entertaining, flamboyant, cutting-edge football. But you put that down to there being no midfield. Yeah, um, we, again, Ericsson, when he clicks, we click. Mm. And without him, we're not, we're not the same team at all. Same with Dembele. Like, he allows Ericsson to, play, to control the game. And... Once we hit form, we haven't hit form at all this season. That's why we haven't played anywhere near to the level of we, as we have been under Poch um, this season. So once they click, once they click, and once we start, if potentially getting those players in January, hopefully we can kick on. But I'm happy to grind out the results we are considering the circumstances. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate that. Listen, really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very much. Oh, cheers, mate. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. A comment here from someone saying Terry is sweating after seeing City play. <laughs> no, I don't really. Are you sweating? No. I'm actually <laughs> a little cold. It's, it's one of them things. We know how good Manchester City are. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Man. Am I? Am I shocked that they went and beat? Who they played today? Burnley five 0 at home. No, I mean Man United went away to Burnley and I think put two or three past them, mm. something like that. So am I surprised that the, the, the team that for me over the last twelve months have, that have been consistently the best team in the world have beaten Burnley? No, I, I'm, it's it's not a shock. A, a team that has spent the money they've spent, they have the quality of coach they've got, and it's clicking and working, and they're brilliant. Literally, the only times that, that, that City have been poor in the last 12 months with a two or three week window and it coincided with them being knocked out of the Champions League and losing to Man United in the derby. Aside from that couple of week period, City have just been the most consistent team I remember seeing in the Premier League. That's why they've got the highest points total, most Uh goals, least conceded. They're that good. So why would I be sweating? But uh, you're probably just trying to troll anyway and that's (laughs) as good as you can do. Spurs next for City, think Wembley. That's that's a really... I don't know. I'll go and check. I don't even Let's know. Tottenham fixtures. Are they got next? The City? Yeah. City at home? On Monday, yeah. Oh, on the... 29th of October. Woo! That is a That is a big, big game. game. How do you think they're going to... You know, Jake Nake on there, Spurs fan, talking about how 
They haven't clicked yet. They're grinding out results. Yeah. Is this Spurs team, as we see it right now, capable in just over a week's time of beating this flamboyant, free-flowing City team? I think they're definitely capable. They have the players uh, to do that. Pochettino is a good tactician. And I, I've, I, he was the first manager I've seen embarrass Mourinho. I remember back to uh, the game you guys played against Tottenham at Wembley last season and you guys literally got played off the park and I put that down to Pochettino. So he definitely has the tactical acumen to be able to do that. But uh, I think City are too good. I think City are just way too good. I think individually, player for player, (laughs) you're going to look at at them and be like, yeah, individual battles, you expect City to come out trumps against Tottenham nine times out of ten. And I think that is ultimately what it will come down to. Um, But it will be a good game of football. That's one thing I can guarantee. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 at Wembley, so it gives Spurs a little bit more of an advantage, kind of home advantage, Mm. as it were. But I I, I look at Spurs, I think they're going to get beat 2 or 3 nil by City. They they look they look so, the only team that I, and it, it was nice to see this. I was over in the states um, when City played Liverpool, and Pep really impressed me with his not just his approach, but the way he spoke about it. And he took you know he, first time I've ever heard him do this. He, he, they adapted their style. Mm. They played the same style of football, but they adapted their approach to the game. They they didn't commit as many men forward. They were a bit more pragmatic. They they held solid lines. They didn't open themselves up. And ultimately, they, they should have beaten Liverpool. They missed that penalty late on in the game that, that, that should have beaten Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah. And I think that's something Pep Guardiola is now starting to learn in the Premier League. That, do you know what? Against a couple of teams, maybe we need to just adapt our style slightly yeah. and you'll better results. You know, you walk away, you know, if you walk away from the Spurs game with a draw, I, I think he'll, he won't be overly disappointed. But I just think this City team, with the way they're playing at the minute, Spurs are going to get spanked. Spurs should have got spanked against Man United, and we're nowhere near City's level. Yeah. But they got they got let off the hook because um, Lukaku was wearing his Timberland boots. Woo! Them Honestly, Tims. yeah. And ever since that game, Lukaku couldn't finish the mat. Boy couldn't finish his dinner right now. Aguero, Bernardo Silva, these boys, they are going to absolutely rip Tottenham to shreds. They are. It's going to happen. <laughs> Let's see what. Did you see Mahrez's goal? No, we no, were watching no, this no, Spurs no, no, game, no. bro. I can't. Can't watch two games at once. I'm a man. I can't multitask. I was told that. Yeah, you can't do that sort of thing. There we go. We got any more calls lined up? No. Why do we cover Spurs games on here? There are no Spurs fans. Do it. Do it. Where are you all? Where are the Spurs fans? We got Jake Nate that comes on. I appreciate him doing it. My dad wouldn't have watched the game. My dad doesn't watch three o'clock games. Why not? Because you can't legally watch them. How did we watch it then? Oh, well, no, we did because we got the, the satellite here from the studio. Exactly, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, everybody else, like, my dad don't pirate anything. Like, my dad, like, my dad pays for, like, every bit of music he owns and downloads, everything. My dad's like, I'm not stealing from no one. My dad takes, my dad looks at it as stealing, so he doesn't do it. Flipping so, like, that. he won't watch a three o'clock game and be matching the day. He'll, so, no point ringing him. He'll go, yeah, I'm happy we won, but I haven't seen the game yet. So, I won't ring my dad who's a Spurs fan. That'll be boring. Well, wait till I watch two. It's called having a TV and a laptop. we've got a tv up on the wall right we've got two laptops but i'm concentrating on one game you cannot watch two games of football and thoroughly watch them so that you can (laughs) talk about them what is wrong with you unless you're boss eyed no who's who's, who's that guy who said it his name is kb 0161 
MCFC. He's a Man City fan. Oh, I see, I see, yeah, exactly. I see. Call us up, bruv. I'm calling you out. 0203-606-0315. Nah, he's got a phone. He's got a I phone bet he's got well. an iPhone X as well. Yeah, he's on Grindr. That's what he's doing. He needs oh. that ready for Grindr or Whoa. Tinder, whatever that is. I don't I don't use that stuff. Is that for, that's, you, get dates, you get dates on that, right? Yeah, Grindr's the one for homosexual relationships, I think. Ah, cool. Well, fair place, you mate. Well done. Yeah. What was that, Abs? Alright, let's do that, man. Wolves got a reality check today. Yeah, they did. But they'll be back next week. Wolves are doing good, man. They got they got they got caught out today. That's gonna happen. Alright, let me let's let's talk about this. Agents in football. Yeah. Since we're talking about wolves. Obviously, don't worry, Abs, I'm here, I'm ready. <laughs> Get me. Anyway, Mina Raola is what the probably the world's first super agent? No. He's not the world's first no. super super agent. No. Okay. The, 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 the one who was regarded as the first is actually a guy called John Smith, who's actually is it? Ross Smith's dad. She- Shout out, John O. Shout there we go, John mate. No, he, was the, he, was, he was Maradona's agent, bro. Back in the is day. It? Yeah. Oh, so that's why Ross is. Uh... You've got Jorge Mendes, who looks after the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, Jose Mourinho, he's there. But Mina Ronaldo is certainly one of, he's right now one of the biggest in the world. Yeah, yeah. What's your question, though? My question is to you. What mm. kind of impact do you think... Now, let's not make this a Manchester United bashing session or a uh, Pogba bashing session, but what kind of impact do you think pl- people like Mina Raiola have on the game? We've seen that Wolves dominated the championship, yep. absolutely destroyed it, um, and that's largely down to him. No, that was that's Jorge, Jorge Mendes at Wolves. That's Jorge Mendes. Jorge Mendes is the guy with the connection. Yes. Fair. I thought that was Mina Raiola. Everyone told me it was Mina Raiola. Uh, you know, I'm well connected with that football. I do not. Either way, Jorge Mendes, Mina Raiola, um, is pulling a certain amount of resources into one team. Do you think a that's fair? Do you think it's going to have a, a proper impact on football? Do you think it's going to allow for proper talent to come through, stifle other talent? I think look, that it's look. They've got if you. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle! Oh, Jesus Christ. No, nah, I want to hear well, Kyle. Listen to Kyle. Do you know what? We'll come back to this conversation about agents in a moment and we'll actually capture it, I think. That's what we'll do. But so, yeah, put Kyle, put Kyle through. Okay. Good afternoon, young lady. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terry, it's Kyle. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you feeling after your 5 0 victory this afternoon? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, happy that the Rhino is back. He um, he looked like he didn't miss a beat at all. Came on for uh, I think 30 minutes and he looked sharp as hell. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Good. Good. What are you ringing up to say? Um, actually, I want to ask you. Um, did you watch the uh, uh, Millennial interview after the game? No, uh, we were we were live on the air ourselves. So what was he, what did he say? Oh. Oh, okay, no, I was just noticing something. Um, he was talking when the uh, person that was doing the interview had asked him about uh, Martial. He's pretty much just asking him, "Are you happy with Martial' performance today?" And he honestly just like debunked that pretty much. Just says he pretty much came on and he said, um, "Well, I'm happy with the team's performance." And I was just looking at it. I'm like, you know what? Martial's been a little bit struggling for confidence. He's had two good games on the bounce. This is a chance where he could have pretty much lift him up a bit. I bet um, Scott McTominay played, I think, 
two weeks ago or before, not the last game, the game before, and was very poor. And he came out and pretty much, you know, gave him support. Lukaku, I bet if Lukaku had scored two goals today, again, gave him support. My problem is, when is Jose Mourinho is gonna, gonna put his, his, his differences aside and pretty much just, you know, be a manager, in a sense? So, when did he praise Lukaku individually? Um, well, not in this game, but I'm saying, if it was Lukaku that, that scored those two goals today, he would have praised him. He would have been just on and on about him, right? And if it was Matic, any one of his fanboys in the in in in, in the squad, he would have just lauded him with praises. Martial saved his job for the second week in a row, and pretty much he just slacked it off. Wow. Mm. It's true. Come on, let's be honest. If he actually had, if it was Lukaku or McTominay or who else does he love? I can't remember. I want to address some of the things you said. So you just said that Martial saved his job, right? Um. Well, yeah, I would think so. Okay. So yeah. why why has Martial suddenly, out of nowhere, decided to save Jose Mourinho's job and perform? Um. You know what? I'm not going to say why suddenly. He's just getting, what, this is his second game instance forever where he started back to back okay but he started back to back because of his performances mm-hmm. in the Newcastle game and he saved him yeah. in the Newcastle game so answer my question why is it you've said he saved him he's putting I think he game. earned it okay. he earned it just he, just as though he was performing before Alexis came okay. and he benched him after that I think he's earned his spot and I think he right now he has no other choice but to go with him but why so why has he decided to save Jose Mourinho's job, answer. You've made that. You've made that claim. So Uh-oh. I need you. To, it's, it's, here's what, Terry. It's no, the no, no, players' no, 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 listen, responsible listen. to play when he gets no, put no, no, out no, there. No, 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 listen. All right. Listen, so stop I don't talking. think he Kyle, went out talking. and saying, "Okay, I'm going to save his job." Kyle, He's performing. Stop! 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 Answer the question. Yeah. Why has well, Martial just, just answer? Answer the question. Why has Martial? Mm-hmm. Ne- no, I'm, not, I'm actually not going at Martial here. I'm asking you why. Yeah. You, why has he decided now for two, just two games to save Jose's job and perform? Why has he done that? But Terry, he hasn't been playing. How could he have done that in the past when he barely has been playing? He's been coming on for twenty minutes and ten. So you can't. So come on so, now. Okay. So football players cannot come on for twenty minutes, ten minutes, and perform and score. So no player in history of football has come on for twenty minutes and performed. Yes, they have, Terry, but let's so be honest the, here. So why is Marcy, in, in a few... Stop, stop deflecting, <clears throat> and you've made... I'm asking, no. I'm asking you, Kyle. <clears throat> Kyle, I've asked yeah, you yeah, come on ahead. here. You've come on here and made... There's three or four points you made in your opening statement. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you to task on those points. If he has saved Jose Mourinho's job, why has he decided to do it right now? Because he's just been given the chance. So, in all the other games that he has played since January, he started a fair few, he's come on as a substitute. Mm-hmm. Why in none of those games did he decide to turn it on and help the team and help Jose Mourinho? I think he, in even those games he has tried his best, but you can only do so much, to be honest. So, his form wasn't there then? He didn't, his form wasn't right? But, but Terry, if you can only gain form when you're playing. He wasn't playing before that. So he's, You're going to expect me that you, every five minutes, a top player like Martial didn't play all summer, is going to get tens and fives 
the game is form back. So, Carl, come on now. When one match, especially does, when you have Alexis not it, playing it, well continuously, you're making points. You give me the right reply. You? <laughs> well, I just have. Listen. I just no, no, have no, 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 given no, no, you the right reply. Listen, stop talking. You mm-hmm. just said, how can he come on and like change the games and perform if he's not playing regularly? Juan Mata yeah. hasn't been playing regularly, came on as a sub against Newcastle and changed the game. How'd you get out mm-hmm. of that one, Perry? Sorry, I didn't get that last word. I didn't get that Juan, last part. Juan Mata has, mm-hmm. been, has also been in and out of the team, not playing regularly. You said that Martial well, is only now finding form because he's playing regularly. How comes Juan Mata, who is in and out of the team as well, <coughs> Came on against Newcastle and turned it on. Yeah. yeah. And why? Okay. Listen, 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 And why? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. are you not painting the rhetoric that Luke Shaw's saving Jose Mourinho's career? Why are you not painting the rhetoric that Mata is saving Jose Mourinho's career? The reason you are pointing out, and I'm not, Martial here has been brilliant the last few games. I think he's getting his confidence back. I think him and the manager are working professionally well together to get where they've got to. It's a two-way street. Yeah. But what you are doing to yeah. bash Jose Mourinho <coughs> is taking a player that... <coughs> listen, let me finish. You are taking a player that Jose has had some clear issues with and there have been problems <coughs> spouted in the media about. So you are being disingenuous to, to Anthony Martial and his professionalism by claiming that he has now just decided to save the manager's job and turn the form on. No, equally, Harry, here's what I'm saying. Equally, the media are turning around and they're asking him questions about Anthony Martial, but it isn't the first question. They're going to say, oh, were you imp- impressed with his performance? If Jose answers that question and says, yes, I am, he's been absolutely brilliant, the next question's going to be, so why haven't you been playing in, in more? They're going to set up a problem. Why can't he answer that question? Beca- because it's, because what, what's it, if, he, if he turns around and says, yeah, because he hasn't been performing like that, I haven't been happy with his behaviour, it's going to set up another potential Grenade going off in that dressing room. They're not doing it to be genuine to, to Martial, for Martial to be praised. They are doing it to create another sensationalist story in the same way that Kyle did phoning up the show. Martial saved his job. So, and I, look, I, I think Martial's goals have contributed, but you don't score goals on your own. It's a team effort, and the team pulled together to work hard for their manager. Now, what, I, I didn't get it towards it, Kyle, because Kyle wouldn't answer the questions. Has Kyle gone? Kyle has gone. He wouldn't answer the oh. questions fully. At the end of the day... Why are these players saving Jose's job if he's been bullying them? And he, the way, the way he just said the way Jose's treated him in that interview today is like disrespectful. But if if Jose is continually disrespectful, the players don't like him. He's bullying them, etc. Then why are they saving his job? The two things don't correlate. All you're trying to do is be sensationalistic, and I'm not having it on this show because that is not what we're about. Done. Jesus Christ! It's not even about. Someone just said said here. Terry making ridiculous excuses for Jose. I'm not even talking about Jose Mourinho. Yes. I'm talking about Kyle phoning up and saying that Martial saved his job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was saying, you said just about when Terry gets proved wrong, he puts the phone down. No, didn't do that at all. I just the guy weren't answering the questions, so done. <laughs> listen, you listen. Man, look, if you come up, you, you're gonna make a statement. You're gonna make a bullshit statement like he did. I'm gonna challenge you on those points in your your statement. I don't care what Jose said. I don't care about Martial for a second. I care. I literally care about you explaining yourself. And you can't go out there and start saying things like, Martial saved Jose's job. That makes it sound premeditated from Martial. Like, okay, today I'm going to go out there and save the manager's job. That makes me... If you're right and that's what Martial's doing, why ain't he going out and playing like that every week? I'll tell you why. Because his confidence was down. Because him and... Damn right. Sorry? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> there we go. But anyway, more phone call. We, let's, let's we don't, done, bro. Spurs don't like. It's done. 
Yeah. Who? Cool. Yeah, sweet. Spurs don't want to call in. Easy support. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name is Yigal. Hello, mate. Who do you support? Arsenal. I support Arsenal. Oh, good, good, good. What's on your mind? What do you want to say? Obviously. I want to talk about uh, Man City. Let's, let's, let's talk about Man City. When they're healthy, they're going to be a problem. We, we cannot count them out. Realistically, I know they weren't facing the best opposition today, but to put five past any Premier League team, is, has to, uh, you guys can't say that's not impressive. Ah, oh, come on! No, no one's saying that it's not impressive. It's I'm just saying we're shocked. Yeah, like it's 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 not a surprise. Like the team that, as Terry said, broke the points record, least goals scored, most goals sco- uh, conceded. Uh, like it, it, you know, it's not really a surprise, bro. Okay, and then the second thing is, uh, this Harry Kane's not just going through a slump. Something else, something's going on with the guy, man. Like, yes. Like uh, uh, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. Guys, guys go through slumps. It happens here and there. But Harry Kane hasn't scored for how many games now? He scored penalties, but realistically, this season he hasn't been he hasn't been on form. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I think there is something I else agree. going on there with Harry Kane. I, th- I think it's the fact that we had uh, Jake call up earlier, Spurs fan. The the team isn't performing well, and and when the team isn't performing well, it has a knock on effect across across the side. They're not creating much. The- Jesus, where are you? They're not creating the opportunities of chances. They're not creating the spaces. And he can't do it all himself. He's a striker. He needs help from the team that are around him. And we watched them today. And, you know, Spurs last year were creating many more opportunities. They were creating more openings. They were tearing teams apart. And that is a collective. And that's all I think you're right. I think health might have something to do with it also because they do have some injuries. That makes sense. And then the last thing I want to talk about is we need to drop the comparison of Lukaku, Murata, and Lacazette. Why? I honestly believe Lacazette is 10 times better than all of them skill-wise. And throughout performance, he is performing now like he's better than uh, Lacazette is better than Murata and Lukaku. That comparison a year ago of them three when they both got signed to the league, now we're starting to see that Lacazette is head, head and heel above all of them. Yeah. Yeah, which is why, you know what? As an Arsenal fan as well, bro, I wouldn't even put Lacazette in that same sentence. I would have just left him there on his own. Lacazette, Aubameyang, uh, class above. Terry... I want to hear what Terry has to what, say, though. He's a United fan. Before he even says anything, though, I have to say, he's one of, even when Arsenal were going through their slump last season, he was always adamant that Aubameyang and Lacazette were two of the best strikers in the world, and he was unequivocal about that. Um, so if anyone tries to say otherwise, then they're lying. But go on. No, but what you got to realize is just uh, remember when they got signed, all three of them were getting compared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I want to know right, where, right, Terry, right. where do you stand now that they've all, you've seen them for a, a year and a half on their team. Do you think Lacazette uh, and, and Murata and um, and Lukaku, I remember you even did an edit, uh, 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 edit about them three and how Luka, uh, Lukaku was better than them. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't edit that involved them and, and other strikers and it was looking at the important goals that people score. And again, that was over the first 10 games of the last Premiership season. So we spoke in that video about how, and I still believe this, I think if you score like the opening goals, winning goals, equalising goals mm. to your teams, they hold more water than scoring lots, scoring the... The, the third goal in a 4 0 victory, as an example. I don't think those goals are. You have to put them. Stat padding sometimes goes into it. Uh, however, there's peaks and troughs. You know, the opening 10, 15 games. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lukaku's Man United seat, Korea, he was brilliant. But things have been up and down since then. Things have settled now. A year or so later, I've always regarded Lacazette as an example as to be one of the very best strikers in world football. He's now with a new manager. He's coming to the fray and he's absolutely brilliant. Is he better than Lukaku and Morata? Yeah, I always thought he was. Just last year, they were in better form than him and he had the slump. He went into an Arsene Wenger team that was absolutely crumbling from the inside out. So, then got injured. Yeah, yeah, got his injuries, settling into a new country. There's loads of things that are going on there and he's getting his confidence back and it's brilliant. So, yeah, right now, he's definitely above them. I think when all of them are playing to their absolute maximum, I think that Lacazette is probably just in front of Lukaku, but they're, they're nearer to each other. But I think both of those two players are better quality players than Morata. But it, just based on, even if you look at the goals that they score, like the volumes of what they do, those two are both in front of Morata. But yeah, Lacazette is absolutely top class. He's playing brilliantly now. I actually think, watching this year, I actually think he's looked better than Aubameyang. I've, I've, I've been re- his overall game for me has been a lot better, but um, there we go. Mate, appreciate I'll your call. I'll tell you this. Thank I'll you very you much. You guys, you, guys are not, you guys are not deluded fans. You guys are real fans. I respect your opinion and keep up the good work. Cheers, guys. mate. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, Have a good one. Cheers. Apparently, apparently, I'll, let's, let's see. KB0161 MCFC said, you called Lacazette a flop when we beat Arsenal 3 0. Stop licking his ass, Adam. I don't, I, well, I did say it was flopping, but I also spoke about a lot of the players. When City, oh, when City beat Arsenal three 0 Oh, okay. You called him a flop. So that's the first. Apparently, you did on the first game of the season. I wasn't here that day, so maybe that's why I didn't manage to see him. Look, but, he, but up until that point, he was looking a flop. Like what I mean is, he went into the team. But look, sometimes we say things that we're flippant in what we say. But I was consistent in saying that the guy's one of the best strikers in the world. But also, you can sign world class players and they can still flop. They can. Like Man United signed um, Sanchez. Well, Sanchez was top class and he's flopping at the club right now. If he suddenly turned it, you call him a flop. But if he suddenly turned it on again and he gets his confidence back, he got oh, it's great. Like, I was thinking more of uh, Varon back in the day. When Man United signed uh... him, the guy was world class and he just flopped still. So saying that someone's flopping at a club but still thinking they're a world class player are two different things. But again, you can twist what you want to twist. Because someone here is saying, Terry making up ridiculous. I've said that one already. Someone says here, Mourinho won't say that Martial played well because of the media. Come on, Terry. And that isn't quite what I said. I didn't say because of the media. The way you're saying it. Put my whole sentence in there. I said they will ask follow-up questions around why didn't you play in regular? <laughs> they'll then go on. I guarantee you they'll go on to say things like, mm-hmm. so what happens to Alexis Sanchez now? What about this person's bad form? That opening question they put in will lead to burrowing questions that can only cause problems. They're only going to put Jose Mourinho mm-hmm. into, a, into a predicament. And this that's what media training does. It tells you to shut those conversations down because the media are not like you as a fan. They don't want that. All you want as fans, well, not all of you, actually. Some of you want Jose Mourinho to be wrong because you don't like him. But what fans want is to hear Jose go, Martial was great. He was brilliant. I love the guy. You can't. But in, in real, the media aren't going to do that. 
The media are not asking for that response. They are asking so they can burrow into questions to try and unearth something else to print about Manchester United. And if you don't believe, you studied journalism, so you know that's what journalists are going to do. And they do it all the time. Every question, you, whatever question you hear a journalist ask, that isn't the answer they want. They want to move on to the, the second, third or fourth aspect of the, the, the question. That's like a game of chess. Mm. They've got an end goal in mind and they are going to ask particular questions to open certain doors to get there. And that's why Jose Mourinho... Um, it did that. And interestingly, if you go on social media now and just type in Jose and Martial, you know, there's, there's great pictures of him walking on the pitch and patting him on the back and applauding him during the game. The photos of him cuddling and hugging when he substituted him off and having having a joke. Now, I'm not making out like they're best friends and they're going to send each other Christmas cards. But the people like Carl, people like you in your comments, you're not focusing on the positive. You're simply going after the negatives because you have Jose derangement syndrome. JDS. Straight up, bro. And you come back and go, oh, Cherry's always defending him. Again, <laughs> it's not about defending him. It's about being balanced. And Carl's call wasn't balanced because what he did is he attacked Jose Mourinho for the for the negative side of the market. Rather than saying... Oh, come on, he didn't attack him. No, he made an attack. Come Carl on, Terry, He tried to make man. out. No, he did. He tried to make out like Martial, um, you know, saved... The, this is his rhetoric. Martial saves his job, but he won't praise him in public. Why did he leave out the bit about Mar Mourinho walking onto the pitch and slapping him on the back? I mean, a literal slap on the pat on the back to say, well done for what you're doing in the game. And then hugging and smiling at each other when he got substituted off. If you're going to be balanced, you mention both points and say, I'm a bit confused why he didn't praise him when they had a nice hug at one point in the game. That's a balanced viewpoint. Instead, you make it out like Jose should be grateful for his job being saved by one individual rather than the entirety of his team. And all Jose did was thank his team because without... Juan Mata today, Martial doesn't score either of his goals. Although he's brilliant. And that's what you guys have got to get out of this unbalanced attacking of one man. You are bullies. <laughs> Carl's back. Cool. Get him back on the air then, bruv. Let's go. Uh, we have to let him talk this time. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. How are you? Terry, so <clears throat> the real reason why I brought that topic up was to say he's not balanced. Because I'm saying if that was Lukaku, he would have praised him. All right? how, how that, that's all that point was to say can you, can, was can, that can he's not that? being balanced towards the player. Can you prove that? What do you mean, can I prove that? Can Every we, time, um, look at the game where uh, Marshall, I think he did play well, it didn't do well defensively. And he bashed him after. So, if you're going to kill him on, after a bad on, game, why not give him credit, especially when he's in need of this confidence? Just saying. That's a, that's a fair point, but there are lots of players that play well today and lots of players that have played well that he doesn't praise. Like who? Um, no, I, I get that. I get that. But when you... Wouldn't you say Marshall is the man of the match today? Yeah, no, Juan Mata was the man of the match today for me. Yes. You think Juan Mata? Yeah. Okay, good. You know what? I'm happy you brought him up. Can you tell me another performance since this season where Mata was brought on from the bench and made an impact? Other than the Newcastle game. I said other than the Newcastle game. No, no not, not in the same way, no. It, that was his best Exactly. So you see where I'm getting at now? Because you said Marshall has done the same, where he was brought off the bench, and hasn't made an impact. Oh. So you see where, I'm, where we're getting at right now? Kyle, yeah, I but like then, it. But then, Rashford, like but then Rashford's... Oh, I'm giving you examples. Rashford came on against the, from the bench against West Ham and scored almost instantly. Plans can do that, mm -hmm. right? Or who? I'm not saying they can't, but you have, there's a lot of different factors. Tactics no, is different. My, my, my point to you, players Kyle, have a bad day. My point to you is this: you are you are making mm -hmm. very disingenuous claims that Martial has turned up and saved the man's job, 
And I, I think that's a very disrespectful way of looking at the team's performance for Jose Mourinho. Can I ask you something? Yes. How long has um, Sanchez been poor? How long? Uh, well, it, it pretty much... Since no, 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 no. Answer the question. How to, long? I was about to... Okay, go ahead. I was about to say, if you didn't, if you didn't open your mouth... Yeah. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much since you joined the club. Exactly. So how has it taken him this long to bring Martial into the starting lineup? Oh. And he's the next option in line. Why? It's a good question. Yeah. The question. Why? I tell you. I tell, I tell you. No one knows the exact reason, so I can't give you Jose. No, no, no. Okay. I can't give you Jose's reason because I'm not in Jose's mind. All I can do is give you my viewpoints and opinions. So mm-hmm. there was a couple. There was three or four occasions last season where Sanchez was put on the bench. Go back, check it. It was done. Martial started. Martial didn't come in back. In the league cup game. No, we're already out of the league. league. We're already out of the league cup okay. then. So no, it wasn't okay, a league okay. cup game. So you're making up absolute nonsense. Let me finish my point. <laughs> you, what do you mean? No, you weren't asking. You were making a statement. My okay, point, all right, go my ahead. point is this: but you break up the point by continually jumping in. That's why you got cut off last time. So don't do it. And I will be because this is my show. <laughs> I control the damn phones. No, I'm only messing. I'm joking. Before anyone gets their knickers in a twist, right? That's okay. I'm alright. I'm not hurting feelings here. So, so players were given opportunities over Alexis Sanchez. They did not come back in and perform either. What you've also got to remember is that there were issues between the player and the manager going on also. That plays... Players and the manager, a player refusing to sign a new deal. You've seen other football clubs as examples. So I'm giving you examples of these things happening at other clubs. So where the likes of Danny Rose and Toby Oliveira were refusing to sign new deals at Tottenham in the same way that Martial was rejected five contract offers at Man United three of which came before Alexis Sanchez signed at the football club, there is issues there as well. So there are multiple factors that play into it. And one thing none of us are privy to is how individuals are performing and behaving during their time at training. So I think all those things play a part and they factor in. But the fact of the matter is now is that Alexis Sanchez has now been dropped and Martial is performing. So, yeah, and that's it. He's doing well. He's coming. He's taking his opportunity. But what I'm seeing different from Martial, and I saw a little bit from him in the summer, he, there was then another fallout with the manager and with the football club again, but he's come back. And I'm seeing more determination from Anthony Martial. I'm seeing him fighting harder. I'm seeing him pushing harder. The way he worked today for the football team, I did not see that from him last year. And again, whether you like Jose Mourinho on, and this is the point I keep going back to, and I don't think people like yourself understand this. It's not about defending no. Joe. From my point, I am not defending Jose Mourinho. I am defending the position of management and the position of head coach at Manchester United. If you play for Jose Mourinho, working hard for your team and following through with his instructions is of the most paramount importance. And that's something I do know to be factual because Jose has said it. He's written it down in books. So if you're not following through with his instructions and working hard for the team, like we've seen Martial do in the last couple of games... Even if you play well, you run the risk of being dropped. What I don't understand is why football fans that dislike Jose find it so hard to digest it. You don't have to agree with it, but you understand <coughs> that's he, the, that is the way he operates as a manager. If you play for Pep Guardiola, if you play for Pep Guardiola and you take continual mm-hmm. shots, Guardiola is not a fan of long-range attempts on goal. He considers it. I've read it in, in his book. He considers it a, a cheap way of conceding possession. So if you're a midfielder and all you, and you go against these wishes all game and you keep taking long shots, 
even if the rest of your performance is good, you're going to run the risk of being dropped because you're not following through with Pep Guardiola's instructions. You as a fan may disagree with Jose, uh, Pep Guardiola's viewpoints, but as a player, you know the rules, you know the standards that are set. If you go against them and you're dropped, that's on you. Alright, Terry, quick question. What wins a game? What wins a game? Goals. Yeah. S- scoring more goals than the other team. Okay, who scores the majority of the goals for a team? The striker. Okay, let's say the attacking players. Can we say that? Yes. Okay, why are you going to be mad because your attacking player tries to do more attacking work than he defends? Because you need to create a balanced team with a balanced structure. And I'll quote the greatest manager in Premier League history. Great attacks and great attacking players win you games. A great defence and a great defensive structure wins you championships and titles. So you need to be strong as a complete and collective unit. Jose, and this is the, again, I know I understand completely that Manchester United fans don't like Jose Mourinho's style of play. I'm not his biggest fan of the way he plays, but I am completely at peace with what he does. So if you play for Jose Mourinho, if you decide to stay there and play for him, if the if the club bring him into your football club. You're expected as wide attacking players to track back and help your fullback. That's Jose Mourinho's operating model. He's always done that and he'll do that in future. If you refuse to do it or you fail to do it, you are going to be dropped. If you've got an issue with that, the club shouldn't bring Jose Mourinho in because that is how he operates. And this is my point. My issue isn't that that, that Martial um, hasn't been performing great. It's the fact that he's not following through with the manager of Manchester United's instructions. And I think the manager of our football club should have that control and power. He should follow through and listen to what he's being told to do. It's simple and as straightforward as that. So I get your point. Attacking players need to score goals. But in Uh in a Mourinho team, he also needs you to do additional things. And it's not about listening to Mourinho. It's about listening to the manager of Manchester United. And that person should have complete control and power to be able to instruct these players on what to do. If they fail to listen to him, the club should back him in dropping them or selling them. Otherwise, yeah. you yeah. Er- erode the power of Manchester United manager, and that is something I will never support. Here's what, Terry, and I'm, I'm going to say this now. So, it's not, I'm not a guy who hates Jose Marino, right? Mm. And I believe that if the manager sets out the instructions, you should follow it. I'm with that. But here's where I think... Um, I have a problem. His instruction hasn't been working, all right? And he hasn't been making any changes to it more than he's still going in the same way. So let me be honest with you. If I'm a race car driver and my trainer says, if you take this corner as 100 clicks, you're going to make it. But I've done it three times and I went over the cliff. You think I'm going to really be fine with doing it a four time? Yeah, but you're looking, you're looking at it from... The, the point of view that the players... Are the, you, what you're saying is contradictory. Your example makes sense, but what you're saying mm-hmm. in both barrels is contradictory. I'm saying the manager should make improvements, should listen, take somewhat okay, of okay, a different listen, approach. Listen, I'm not listen, saying he should listen, leave listen, his defensive philosophy. Listen, I'm just saying listen, he should improve his listen, game, and he hasn't. Listen, Linda. Listen. Your points are... Both your points, I understand, but they, they, they contradict each other. And I'll tell you as to why. Because you just said that the, the players should do exactly what the manager tells them to do, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, reason that yep. Jose, the reason that Jose has fallen out with so many of his players at Man United is because they are not following through and, and following his instructions. They are not doing it right. So if they are not doing it right, how is he expected to be successful when they are not following through? Equally, 
if the club don't then allow him to get rid of those players, they refuse to sell yeah. them, and he has to keep them uh -huh. in his team, you're in a vicious cycle. Now, the example that works in this way, if I'm your personal yeah. trainer and your dietitian and you're trying to lose two stone in weight, and I set you a training regime and a diet regime, but you cut corners and you eat McDonald's twice a week and you miss two gym sessions, you are not going to achieve your weight goal. It's not my fault as your nutritionist and your personal trainer. <laughs> it's you for cutting corners. Now, Man United, okay. on your example, if the players are not following through with Jose Mourinho's instructions, that is why the club is not being successful. Now, it doesn't mean that the style of football would be beautiful. But it means that Jose Mourinho's philosophy is not being adhered to. And the reason why it's all fallen down at the football club is simple. When he's tried to sell the players and not listening to his instructions, the club have refused to sell them, making it impossible for him to yield the power and control that he needs to discipline that squad. So your point is right. The managers should be listened to at all times. The reason these players have been dropped is because they are not listening to the manager's instructions. Not listening to Jose Mourinho leads to him being poor. At Chelsea, Porto, Inter, Real Madrid, when he was listened to 100%, they won major, major trophies. This is the first time in, not first time in his career, the last season at Chelsea, his last season at Real Madrid as examples, and this season, the players aren't listening to him. And, and bits of last season as well. Play him. That's it. Yes. And you guys won two trophies, right? Yes. Yeah. Would you say the players were following the manager's instructions? I think, do you know what? I think they in there was more people following it then than there are now. I, I think that some okay. were, and I think some, I think because Martial's been having this, and this is the point, again, people always talk about that two-month period between sort of <coughs> October and December when Martial was in great form for Man United, right? But there was a season mm. before that where he was in and out of the team. Where he was in and out of the team the whole time and being inconsistent and being dragged off early in games and not and not starting regularly, rotating a lot because he wasn't doing the defensive side that Jose Mourinho wanted him to. Now, my part of the argument is this. I don't want Jose's style of football at Manchester United. But if he is there as manager, he should be listened to and the player should follow through with his instructions 100%. Uh -oh. that's, uh -huh. that's where I sit. So that's, here, that's the end here of the discussion. Here's what I was getting at, Terry. I was getting at where, okay, the first season, I would say, let's say for argument's sake, because you were, you were somewhat successful, you won two trophies, yeah. the players were following it. But they didn't win the ultimate cup. So they didn't win the Prem, and they didn't win the... They, actually, they weren't in the Champions League that year. So, okay, second season came around. Again, I would say somewhat they followed his instructions last season. Still wasn't successful. Because let's listen, be honest, listen, listen, in order listen, listen, for you listen, to listen, win sorry, the Carl, sorry, sorry. All these problems we're talking about, like, so I'm reading comments here, Martial playing well and then being dropped once Sanchez came in, the fall. No, I'm not going on, on that page. No, 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 I'm not no, no, going no, on that page. But, 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 Where I'm going at is that Jose Mourinho hasn't evolved. Like, other people around him has took has taken their game up. And he hasn't evolved. No, 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 no. Listen, it's nothing to do with evolving. It's a, players last year were not following through. His, it, this is where it makes no sense what you're saying. People last year were not following through with his instructions. Last year, Martial was, yeah, we did. We, we could have done better if everybody listened to him. And if the players that weren't listening to him were sold or disciplined and made to do as they were told, Man United would have done even better last year. And my point, again, I don't want Jose's style at the club 
but the manager should have complete control and power over tactics, starting lineups, and players being brought in and out of the club, especially when it comes to disciplinary issues. And Jose's position was made untenable to me when he turns around to the board and says, I want these two players sold because they are not following yeah. through with team instructions and the board refused to do it. That makes his position untenable because the players go, well, how do I have to, why do I have to listen to you now then? You can't even sell me. Ha, ha, ha. At the end of the day... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So at the end of the day, I, I get your point. This isn't about Jose evolving. Yeah. Jose needs to evolve if he wants to play more attractive, attacking, beautiful football. But that's not what Jose Mourinho does. Now, I'm not saying you know? I, I like that. But he's at the club. Mm -hmm. If you want to be successful with Jose, you have to follow through with his instructions. If you don't follow through with his instructions, there's no success. So for me, it's a catch-22. You either give him 100% yeah. control or you don't bring him in at all. That's it. Simple. Harry, you know, you, know, you know what I'm starting to buy into now? I'm actually starting to buy into this third season syndrome thing. Because you know what? Let's look at it. It happened at Real Madrid, happened at Chelsea, happened at Manchester United. What if... His philosophy, after a while, becomes somewhat um, unattractive to attacking players, hence why they drop in form. I'm just looking at that. There could be an element of that. What I would say, though, yeah. what, look, I, I think there is that. And I think managers like Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola <laughs> they all have an impact on their players. If you go and listen to interviews from Barca, uh, uh, Bayern Munich players after Pep Guardiola left, they said they respect him as a man, but they were glad he was gone. Yeah. They said he was so intense, it was so difficult to remain at that kind of level. Now, look, keeping Barcelona at the top, sorry, but Bayern Munich at the top, isn't that hard in the Bundesliga? There's not a great deal of no. competition. Equally, yeah. I think that Jose has made mistakes at these certain clubs. But what I always go back yeah. to, again, so first season syndrome, you can believe in that if you want. I I'm about to start to. I, I, look at it, I look at it differently. The clubs where yeah. Jose Mourinho has been given complete full control, he has been the most successful at Porto and Inter Milan, and in his er yeah. and, and and both times at Chelsea in his early stages, given full control. As soon as uh -huh. that control is alleviated and removed from Jose Mourinho, i.e. Real Madrid, he dropped the goalkeeper, and it yeah. create it created a political battle, and he wasn't backed in that battle. The the the, the ownership, the the pre presidency, and the club allowed there to be an internal civil war at Chelsea. As soon as the players, you fall out of a few players, we've seen it happen to pretty much every manager there. The board backs yeah. the players in that process. And now Man United have done it. So I get the point of yeah. free third season syndrome. But the, the clubs yeah. that have not relinquished that control and power away from Jose have yielded the most success from him. So my point still remains, and I'll stand by it until my dying day. If you want Jose at your club, he must be given full and complete power at all times. If you remove that from him... You don't just remove the power from him, you remove him from his position because it becomes toxic when you do that. Because he doesn't bode yeah. well in a... He doesn't thrive in a power struggle. Oh, so keep... I, yeah. why, why, again, I blame the players for some of this, I blame Jose for some of this. But the people solely responsible at Man United Football Club are the board. Because if you don't know this about Jose Mourinho... You're not a football person mm -hmm. because it's been around for over 15 years now. And if, you, if you're making these decisions at a football club like Man United and you don't know the behavioural patterns of Jose Mourinho, you are, you, are, you are incompetent for your role. For me, as soon yeah. as I, if I was the board members and I was in charge and we were like, right, do you know what? We're not happy with Jose. We're not happy to mm -hmm. sell these players because we think that they could be great assets for the club moving forward. We're going to refuse his ability to sign, sign, uh, sell them. We're going to take control yeah. now over the players coming into the club. We want more attractive football. 
The, the next step is we're going to have to remove Jose because Jose is not going to take this well. There is going to be a power struggle in the dressing room. There's going to be sulking on the sidelines, poor press conferences, attacking and dropping of players, and it's going to create an absolute mess at our football club. Everybody that knows yeah. Jose in football knows this was going to happen. So, again, your points about pernickety points about Jose, some pernickety points that I've made about players, all of this is not where the argument should be. It should be with the board for making stupid, incompetent positions. But listen, I'm going to end this call. We've gone on for what, 20 minutes. Wait, wait, wait. Go, one go, more go. thing. I want to get one more thing in, Terry, and this is going to be good. This is not like anything real bad. Here's what I want you guys to do, though, on a serious note. I want you guys to sign him up on a new 10-year contract. Because I remember when I was a boy, I woke, wake up every morning here in Manchester United winning. And I used to hate that. But please, get him on a 10-year contract. We'll try to keep Pep. And then we'll try to get the trophies balanced for the next, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, Can that work out? <laughs> when you were a little boy, who did you support? Because yeah. I know you supported Man-, Man City when you were a little boy. Um, to be honest, so here's the story now, Terry. Um, when I was a little boy, I, I really loved for the story. I just need you to tell me. I ain't got time for the story. You just need to tell me who you supported. Bro. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, actually, I didn't have a personal team, to be honest. When I when okay. I was about 12, I'm about, when I was about 12, um, 14, somewhere there, I then start really watching football, right? And then for for a second, I used to like watching Tottenham. For a second, I used to like. <sighs> there we go. Mate, uh, yeah, go listen, ahead. Carl, appreciate yeah. your call, mate. I, I literally, I've got to end this stream anyway, <laughs> mate. I see you later on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I appreciate his viewpoints on there, but I know that you're watching the, the Liverpool game yeah. for our next show. But, but these are the comments from people though. Things like, um, the ball didn't put McTominay at centre back. Well, I, I know that, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what it's like? You know when you read uh, that, you're like, of course they didn't. And again, nobody's relinquishing Jose of complete and utter blame here. But the point remains, and, and, and this is the, the, the issue that I have with, with, with the calls like Carl, which is like <sighs> narrow-minded. But listen, appreciate you all tuning in. Smash the like button. See you all again soon. Bye-bye. How do we always get on to Jose conversations on the uh, uh, Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.